0: Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call
1: 414-327-5800. Bringing it now or... Uh guy from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, Ryan Wood, now joining us. And, uh, Ryan, I, after everything said and done, I, a lot of discussion over the last couple of days, specifically about this team and defensively speaking. Not, the offense we can get into a little bit later, but, you know, a lot of people crying uh, for Mike Pettin. You know, he's got to go. Mike Pettin's the problem, and it's the scheme. And and I always say, well, what what scheme do you want to see, you know? And then you got to realize that you have to have the players to make the scheme work. So... You tell me, defensively speaking, where is this team?
2: Not where it should be. You know, it's it's a mystery because if you put it on an island, Mike Pettin is a proven quality defensive coordinator in this league. He's had a lot of success as a defensive coordinator. He was a failed head coach, although his first year in Cleveland, there for for Cleveland, it was it was somewhat optimistic. But still, he's a failed head coach. He's a proven defensive coordinator. You look at the players and the personnel. There's a lot of money invested in a lot of talent. The Smiths, Kenny Clark, Adrian Amos, and Darnell Savage Jr. That's that's a free agent uh, premier signing and a first round pick. Got the outside. You got Jair Alexander and Kevin King. Those are two top picks. There's a lot of investment in the personnel on that side, and yet you add it up, and they're 20th in the league in scoring, and they're 14th in yards, and and, frankly, neither of those are all that different. You know, the scoring's down, obviously, but the yardage, they gave up yards last year. The, the difference and the problem has been they only have three takeaways in five games. They, they've got to take the football away. They had 25 takeaways last year. They were n- near the top of the league in takeaways. They, they, they're not generating the big plays they generated last year. And it, there's, there's a disconnect somewhere because this defensive coordinator and these players are too good to not be playmakers, and they just
1: haven't been. So when you look at say Preston Smith, let's start there. Uh first it was well he's dropping back into coverage. And you looked at it and he was until the statistics come out that he's dropping back into coverage about the same amount as he was last year. So why are they not getting to the quarterback with the same prolificness they had last season?
2: He's just not getting home. That's the bottom line. You know, if you look at Preston Smith, his his career when it comes to sack production has very much ebbed and flowed. You know, he had the the eight sacks, the four sacks, back up to eight and a half, back down to four. Yeah, it's been very up and down throughout his career. And last year he had 12 sacks, and now he's got 0.5, and it's a major difference from last year uh, to this year. So it's kind of been par for his career. It's it's been inconsistent. It's it's been inconsistent here in Green Bay. Uh, the reality is, yeah, you know, he the, the first two games he was dropping back more. Uh, as Preston Smith said last week when, when I asked him about it, he he, he didn't drop back near as much against New Orleans, against Atlanta, uh, against Tampa. It's It's been it's, – there's been a lot of opportunities. He just hasn't gotten home on them.
1: Um, you're right. He did drop back quite a bit early on, and now you look at where he's at, and I agree with you. He's not getting home. And I said this at the beginning of the season. I said, look, if you think that, uh, that you're going to get the same career years – out of this guy or out of those two in general, I think you're fooling yourself. They were career years last year. That just, unless there was some kind of miraculous scheme that Mike Petton was going to continually throw up there to make them more available, I, I, I just didn't think it was going to be the same. So therefore, you needed other help. You needed uh, other guys to be able to step up and and make some plays and make something happen. And we just haven't seen that. I mean, there hasn't been that consistency. This season, and even if you take Kenny Clark and say, "Well, you know, they missed Kenny," and I, which I agree with, but you don't have uh, you don't have guys like that middle linebacking core that they had down there in Tampa Bay. When you look at those two players they had on the field, when you look at Devin White and Levante David, those guys were just getting after it. You don't have players like that on his team, right?
2: No, yeah, certainly not on the second level. And, and Chris Barnes has, has played well for an undrafted rookie, but the key word there is undrafted rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it's not a top ten pick, and a guy that's that's been a really standout inside linebacker for going on a decade now. Um, this is the bottom line is that this is a team that continues to devalue the inside linebacker position. And I know they went out and got Christian Kirksey. As kind of just a replacement for Blake Martinez, they spent a little bit of money there. But as a whole, you look at the way that this team, this front office—not just Brian Gutekens, but before Brian Gutekens, Ted Thompson uh, too—really since 2006, since they took AJ Hawk in the top ten, going on 15 years now. This is a team that has constantly devalued the inside linebacker position, and they're not alone in this league. It's certainly been a position that, as a whole, has been devalued, but. Much like running back on the other side of the ball, inside linebacker has been coming back. And now this is a team that you look at what it saw against the San Francisco 49ers last season. You look at what it ran up against Sunday. It is seeing the benefits on the other side of the ball. When when you do invest in that position, what it can do for a defense. And you just have to wonder at what point they – come to a they arrive at a, at a position of okay it's time to stop devaluing this position because when you have speed on that second level especially in a in a system like like mike Petton's right because what do we know about mike Petton's system in the defensive front especially against lebron he wants the big guys the off the, the defensive line to take up blockers and he wants that second level to be playmakers he wants them to roam to the football and make plays when you get that kind of speed that the bucks showcase on sunday and you put that behind a defensive line that's taking on blocks and you you got free guys free free runners to the football the guys that can make plays it's a huge difference for defense and, and at some point you, you'd expect that the packers would would catch on
1: i uh, i don't understand why they devalue that position you know what i mean i i, I just when you see so many other teams coming up with quality linebackers that they can then make incredibly versatile when you if you've got beef up front your linebackers can be set free when you don't have enough beef up front your linebackers are huge when it comes to support I don't understand the devaluation I go back to even when who, who was it Elliot wolf stepped to the podium and said well you guys value the linebackers more than we do yeah.
2: That's and, and I, I, you know, I
1: was, I almost fell over dead when I heard that, heard that comment. I'm like, are you kidding
2: me? For all of the, well, they should have drafted a receiver in the first round this this spring, and and I think you're seeing that too. You know, we're talking about defense. I think you're seeing that they, you know, they very well could have used more talent at the receiver position as well. Um,
1: but for all of that
2: talk, they could have used the Patrick Queen too. You know, they, that's they who I that.
1: was pining for.
2: Um, he's he started his career off pretty well, and, and you're seeing a, a dearth of of talent at, at inside linebacker on this defense. So, yeah, look, it was devalued for a reason. Everyone in the league, with the rules changes last decade, everyone in the leagues put all their stock into edge rushers and perimeter corners. You got to stop the pass. Mike Penton himself last last year, I think, literally last year, said. You can, you can fly to Miami a lot quicker than you can run there, right? That, that's, that's the league as a whole, the mindset. Well, what, does, what, what do we know about this league? When you try to stop one thing, offensive coordinators are going to adapt. It's a copycat league. They're going to adapt. You've seen the run game. There's no, there's no, it's no coincidence that running backs, as they've come back, have you, have you seen running back prices on the open market go up? and the value of that position go up, it's been in direct correlation with inside linebacker and in that value going up as well. Because if you want to put all your stock in defensively in the edge rushers and perimeter corners, well, guess what? You're going to get the ball run down your throat. That's what mm-hmm. they're going to do. Okay. You're going to load up to stop the pass. We'll run it. That's what offenses have done. They've got a lot of, you know, some good draft classes in recent history have helped this, but they've got a lot of talent in this league at running back. And, it, defensive coordinators now are more and more being adaptable and saying, okay, you got you got to stock the second level defensively with speed to combat this, and you're just not seeing that here in Green Bay.
1: Uh, we're talking with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette now. Colin Cowherd made the comments uh, that uh, many people – I want to say in part took offense to, but in reality, you know, statistically it's true in that Aaron Rodgers is a front runner. He's not a guy that's going to bring you from behind numerous times, and he has to have a defense that's going to take the ball away and give him a lot of shots at it. Uh, with his comments, do you agree with what he said?
2: I don't know. You know, that's that's certainly been the narrative around Aaron Rodgers for years now. He hasn't had a ton of – I don't know what stats say, but just someone who watches this team every week, I, I can't – think of a whole lot of opportunities that he's had that it's not like he's constantly playing from behind he's right. playing from, from the lead quite a bit so it's, it's a small sample size at best um, I, I don't know that I really buy into it I think at the end of the day if 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 I'm a team and I need a guy to put together a drive to, to go out there and win I like having Aaron Rodgers on my team. I think of 2017 against Dallas. I think of 2014 against Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think of the NFC Championship game in 2014 when the Seahawks took the lead and Rodgers got him down and, and for the game tying field goal with minimal time on the clock and put that game into overtime. I, I've I've seen it plenty of times. I, I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is capable of leading fourth quarter comebacks.
1: See, I, I agree. I it's it's. I think if he's given the opportunity and it's a legit fourth quarter comeback, whether it's a score or two, I think there's the opportunity there. But I also think you have to take it as a whole and say, what is your defense doing as well to be able to fortify that opportunity? Are they going three and out and giving the ball back numerous times? Or is this something that's, you know, 11 play drives and giving up a bunch of time on the clock and it's changing the perplexity of the the uh the complexity of the offense so I completely agree hey real quick before I let you go now they talked a lot about practice talked a lot about a bad week uh now the question that I posed immediately following the game is this a good team who had a bad game or is this a team that was 4-0 that has now been exposed good
2: team that had a bad game I still think I I, I picked the Packers to lose I didn't think it'd be 38-10 but I, I picked them to lose when they were up 10-0 I was pretty surprised by that. I, I thought this would be a tough week, I, and I thought that even if they did lose, and even if it is a blowout, this is a team that is is built to, to go after a Super Bowl. I, I feel the same way about this team. Before uh, last week's game, as I do now, they've got to fix some things. They, they've they've got to figure out how to block that speed in the defensive front, because Tampa Bay defensively is built very much like San Francisco last, was last year. Uh, they've they've got to figure that out. But at the end of the day, this is a really talented team with a head coach that's won a lot of games really in his career a quarterback that's playing as a whole if you look at the all five games he's playing at the top of his game i expect that to continue starting this week
1: with houston great stuff as always ryan we appreciate it we'll talk later this week okay all right take care bill all right buddy talk to you later there you go ryan wood of the green bay press gazette good conversation good good stuff out of the green bay press gazette and packersnews.com you can find him on twitter at by ryan wood at by Ryan Woody joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80 plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.